Hey there, it's Erica and Steph, and this is Sit Back and Listen. We're so excited to catch up with you. So grab a glass and join us for Girls Night. It's Wind Down Wednesday. Episode 12, here we are tonight to celebrate our last episode. We're drinking some champagne. That's right. Well, it's safe to say quarantine 2020 has been nothing short of life altering. But one of the best things that has come out of this time is finally doing the podcast that we always talked about doing. From finding the name to creating the podcast brand to just spending time with our friends. Season one has been so much fun. For this last episode, we're going to do a look back and give our younger selves some advice based on where we are in life now. Steph, would you like to start us off with some advice on career and academics? Yeah, so what I wanted to tell to my younger self, especially like high school and college me, is to be careful about the decisions you make because your emotions are very strong and sometimes it'll cloud your judgment because my need to want to people please and come off as successful in everyone's eyes is first of all just not realistic. And second of all, it won't make you happy in the end. So when it came to picking what college you wanted to apply to, or major you wanted to do, or even jobs you wanted to apply to, pick based on what your actual interests are and not what you think other people would find impressive. Because you can't live for other people. So do what's right for you, mm-hmm. even if it hurts some people you love, because it isn't what they want. It's your life. Yeah. You go, girl. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell younger Erica, always strive to do your best work, don't get lazy with academics, and build relationships with your teachers. You'll definitely need them down the road. Continue building your relationship with God. He loves you and has a purpose for your life. Enjoy the city, explore new places, always try new things, but only if you want to, not because you feel pressure to. And don't worry about the money or the career path. The career path does not exist. Every person has their own journey, and you're the one who has to live it. So have fun with it, and only do it if you love it. Money will follow passion. That's really good advice. Yeah. Now let's talk family and culture. Mm-hmm. First, I wanted to tell myself to not be so shy around family because they're not strangers. Like, mm-hmm. I used to treat my family like I was meeting them for the first time every Christmas or like every little family gathering. I don't really know why. Oh, wow. And I also wanted to tell myself to be more open when it comes to receiving your own culture mm-hmm. because I think I told you, Erica, like when I was little, my mom tried to teach me Visaya, which is her dialect, oh, right. or Tagalog, which is like the universal Filipino language. And I just wouldn't have it. Like, I'd give her an attitude just for trying to teach me another language, which is ridiculous because now I wish I could speak every language in the world. But I would tell myself to embrace the fact that you don't look like everyone in your class or your neighbors. Be proud of your skin and your heritage and every part of you that makes you unique because what runs through your blood is really beautiful. Oh my goodness. Yes. So I would tell my younger self, embrace your Mexican heritage and Mm -hmm. honor your culture. Try to understand it because I know growing up, I didn't even want to or try to experience it as much as you can. Call your grandparents more. Mm. They love you and want to hear from you. Buy disposable cameras and take pictures of everything because you will lose or break your phone at least three times before you hit 26 and lose some of those beautifully captured moments. But most importantly, live in the moment. Listen to their stories. Also know that no family is perfect, 
but you are so lucky to have one and that the one that you do have is pretty amazing and like any other oh yeah when it comes to family i'd also tell myself to consider my future family sooner Mm. because if you heard in our last episode i talked about how i'd love to have two daughters so when it comes to things like working out or like going on a diet or like every time i go to a therapy session I keep in mind the interests of my daughters because I want to be there for them and I want to be healthy in every aspect of the word and raise them to love themselves and be good and have an open, warm, receptive heart. So I need to make sure that I know what that is so that I could teach it to them, right? Yeah. And that being said, I also need to pick a man who's not only a good husband, but who would be a good father to my children. Yeah. And I need to make sure that I'm at a place in my life where I'm financially stable and actually ready to raise kids. And I think if I adopted that mentality sooner, I would have made progress that I've been making within this past year much sooner. Oh, yeah, that's so good. You don't think about those things. Yeah, especially when you're like 12, but... Yeah. And we can't forget about our friends. There's so much to learn from friendships. But I would tell my younger self, you will have great friends and you will have some not so great friends. But any friendship that you do have, whether they become lifetime friends or are in your life for a short amount of time, will always add value to your life. You'll learn a lot about the kind of friend that you want to be and the kind of friends that you want in your life. Mm-hmm. Be patient and kind with others, but also be okay with knowing that not everyone is meant to be your friend and try to just be more active in your friendships call more and try to find time to spend together don't be lazy in your friendships and that's kind of low-key advice to myself now because (laughs) I know that I can do that No, and I also love what you said about, I also wish I knew when I was little that not every friend you have, every best friend you have is Mm going to stay in your life forever. Because like, it could be so devastating when you lose like your second grade best friend because she moved or whatever. But like, not every relationship is meant to last forever, but it's meant to teach you something along the way. So I said, I would love to tell my younger self to not mess around when it comes to the energy that you let into your life. To choose people and conversations wisely because it literally becomes you. And it isn't about who you've known the longest. It's about who came into your life, said that they're here for you, then proved it again and again without expecting anything in return. I think that's what friendship really is, right? And you shouldn't have to remind any person to love you the way that they said that they do. Don't be afraid to walk away from people who made you question your worth the first time. Mm -hmm. And stay warm, but don't be as forgiving. Stay open, but know when to close the door and trust your instincts when they tell you it's time to walk away. And don't take things too personally, because that's an issue I had, especially when I was little. But I love to know at that time that people's choices are more so a reflection of their own character and not really because of you. Bring in the fire tonight, Stephanie, with that advice. (laughs) All right. Now let's talk about love. So I would tell my younger self that love is not something that you can see. It's something that you feel from someone. Lean into your faith and try to understand that the ultimate love that you will ever feel is from God. And when you experience and reflect his love, you will begin to understand what loving someone else could look like. Mm. Be open to a relationship. Don't push guys away because you are focusing on your career or academics. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It's about balance in your life. But most importantly, don't turn away others because of your lack of self-confidence. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. 
It does not yes, dishonor others. Told. It is not self-seeking. <laughs> it is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always preserves. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. <laughs> we love that citation. <laughs> Thank you for giving credit to the writer. <laughs> so I have a lot of things I wish I knew when I was little. Like, I wish I knew that the people you love aren't going to be the only people you love. Mm -hmm. Like, you have your entire life to meet all these people who are going to mean so much to you. And I know that your elementary school crush feels like a big deal right now. And you have every right to feel as happy or sad about it as you want to. Yeah. But there are better things coming. There are better people coming. And when it comes to guys who've made you cry for whatever reason, the best gift that they have given you is a new perspective. Because especially when I was younger, I feared being single. So yeah. by being with people, I've learned that I'm more afraid of settling instead of being single. Like I'd rather be on my mm -hmm. own than be with someone who isn't meant for me. And at the end of the day, the people who have lost you are going to spend the rest of their lives knowing that they lost the best thing that's ever happened to them. So yeah. if I were to talk to myself when I was younger, I'd tell myself to be more confident and grateful that you get to keep your company for the rest of your life because that's a blessing at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. And I would tell my younger self from myself that I'm sorry that some people ever made you feel like loving you was hard or that you didn't deserve mm. it. And I'm sorry that you believed them for such a long time. And I'm going to make sure that you know that's not true. Oh, yeah. Steph, I'm going to cry. <laughs> I love that for your younger self. <laughs> you got to show her love, you know? Yeah, that's good. Well, now onto the fun <laughs> part of the episode. That was fun. This but is more fun. The fun just keeps on happening. Steph, walk us through our second half of this episode. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Erica and I met from studying abroad. Both of us love to travel. And this year we were planning a trip to Asia, which turned into a trip to Europe, which mm -hmm. turned into a bunch of canceled flights because of COVID. <laughs> But before we canceled all that stuff, for my birthday, my sister bought a game for Erica and I to play on the plane over to whatever country we were going to go to. And it's a game called The And. She bought the Friends Edition for us. And it's a series of questions to explore and strengthen the friendships that you have. So from all those cards, we picked out five questions from the deck. And we're going to play a little bit of that now, which kind of goes back to our first episode, you know, telling each other about ourselves. Yeah. So the first question is, Erica, we met each other at 18. What advice would you give to 18-year-old me? I would tell you at 18, you're not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I needed to hear that. But you will be in a couple of years when you become more comfortable being yourself. And it will be the effortless kind of cool. That's a rare Aww. find. Also, you're not as smart as you think you are. Facts. And you will meet a girl who will fall asleep in a final and still <laughs> get a better grade than you. But you will gain a wealth of knowledge from your life experiences. So just be open to that and trust the mm -hmm. process. And you could also probably smile a bit more because you low-key have a very serious mm -hmm. face, even though I know you have a heart of gold, but actually probably more people will want to be your friend and we might not meet. So actually, don't <laughs> smile. Your face isn't that bad. Thank you. No, yeah, actually, that would have done me a lot of good to hear at 18, I feel. I would tell you at 18, 
especially starting at a new school, mm-hmm. to not be so shy and to go take all those risks, mm. trying new things that you're considering, meeting new people, but also don't be embarrassed when the people you meet in the cafeteria don't want to be your friend forever. <laughs> because you're now in a city and it's all at your fingertips and next year you're going to be even further away in London and it's the start of some of the most exciting life-changing years of your life. So embrace it and be excited about it because you're beautiful inside and out already. You should be more confident because mm-hmm. you should recognize how special you are and you're only going to get more incredible with time. Oh, thanks, Steph. Welcome, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steph. What's a memory from your childhood that you most want to remember? So I don't have like one specific day or time, but more than anything, I'd love to always remember the favorite moments I had with my dog, Cody. That's like my little baby boy. I had him yeah. in 2007, and especially when he was a puppy, like, that changed my life. I just, I loved him so much, and I had the most fun ever. And so, if I can remember those memories forever, I think it'll be a good time. What about you? Um, the summers from when I was a kid, I had a lot of family that lived in, in Connecticut where we were, and we would have these huge barbecues at the beach. Mm. And I had two cousins and my brother, there were three girls, oh, actually four girls, but we would always hang out and like play in the water. And there was always like a huge just like party. And it was really just a gathering. Like, Mm. we just would have barbecues and it would be last minute. But I want to always remember those like summers. Yeah when things were simpler right we thought we had so many things to worry about back then dude but it's like nothing we don't know as kids honestly um so the next question we have is describe the moment that you felt most alive I would say study abroad in London. I had so many new experiences. Never in a million years did I ever think I would be in London, Mm. like studying. It just, I think I was the first person in my family to ever leave like Mexico or the US. Really? Wow. Most of my family in Mexico, like they, it wasn't like traveling wasn't a thing. And my parents were immigrants in this country and getting here, like forget about going to another country they were just trying to build a life here <laughs> yeah so that I felt like access to the world when I was in London we would go and have you know flights to other nearby countries I was living a life that I just never ever thought that I would live yeah so I definitely felt the most alive during that time I have a question because I actually went to Fordham knowing that they had a London study abroad program because unlike you, I grew up being like, I am going to London one day. And so when they brought it up during orientation, I was like, this is the opportunity. I'm 100% going. Why did you go to London? Like, how'd it come up? I think there was like an email sent out to the students saying that there was like a study abroad opportunity. And I remember I'd actually stayed a week in Mexico, ironically, freshman year. Oh, with Fordham? Yeah, there was a, it was a short and I just wanted to try it. And so I did. And then I think I was somehow on that list or I don't know. I just got information about study abroad and I just applied because I was like, well, this could be fun. I never 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 thought I would actually get in and I had I just did it just because I wanted to see and I didn't tell my parents that I had applied it wasn't until I got accepted and I was like holy macaroni I could be going <laughs> to London and I told them I was like I I applied I didn't tell you guys because I didn't think I was gonna get in and they were just like 
I remember we we talked about it and like if you really want to do it okay but it just I think was a shock to all of us yeah (laughs) and then I didn't know anyone else who was going into the program so the fact that it wasn't like I think it was the same as it would have been had I stayed on campus and I wasn't sure when the opportunity would come up again so just did it oh that's cool I mean I'm glad that you did because we knew each other like barely from orientation but we probably wouldn't have been friends if not for London probably not for me I wasn't sure whether to choose the time I was second row at a One Direction concert because for my sister's 16th birthday instead of having a party like I did she just wanted to get tickets to the show and it honestly was like incredible I love concerts and live music yeah you did and I loved One Direction especially at the time so being there was life-changing or in 2016, Jazz just graduated from high school. I just graduated from college. Right. And for my sister and parents, it was their first time going to Paris. Like when we were abroad in London, they came to visit, but otherwise they haven't been to Europe. So I think it was the first night that we got there. We just like eaten like the most gorgeous dinner. We like saw the Eiffel Tower that day and it was just like so fun. And then we hopped into this like open car. I don't know like what you even call it. Like it was this guy like pedaling like a cart but it wasn't like a rickshaw like it was like big and it's not even a french song obviously but somewhere over the rainbow was playing on his little thing and like it was just the temperature was perfect and i think jazz would probably say this is one of her favorite moments where she felt most alive too it just like being in paris that song's playing me my family are having a great time and i felt like on top of the world the next question that we pulled from this deck was if heaven was one moment to be relived over and over what would your heaven be For me, it'd be the summer that I spent in Mexico with my grandmother when she got knee surgery. I was there for like three months, but just Mm -hmm. living there and being with my family was in a way that was just so different from like going there to for vacation or or just like a shorter visit. And for those of you that don't know, I lost my grandmother. Like only my grand one of my grandfathers is alive and all my other grandparents passed away. But that was the summer that we got really close and it was like the best yeah i'm sure she loved to have you there too yeah mine is a little bit less sentimental <laughs> if it was like a moment that i haven't lived but could create i would want it to be like a broadway theater and i'm in front row of like hamilton so or wicked so on brand <laughs> and i get to pick the cast like i want to choose who plays in the show <laughs> And I'm surrounded by all, like, my family and friends and people I love, but also, like, a lot of puppies. And I'm not allergic to them. Oh. And, like, sheep. I really like sheep. <laughs> and everyone just, like, loving this show that I love so much. And we can all talk about it after. It's just like, ooh, there's nothing better for me. Oh but if God. I had to pick a specific moment that I've already lived, it'd probably be when I went to Maui with my family last year. We went on a sunset cruise. Oh, yeah. And it was so fun because there's, like, little, like, hors d'oeuvres and, like, music and this guy playing the ukulele but specifically towards the end everyone on the cruise boat had calmed down and in silence we're all just watching the most beautiful sunset i've seen in my life so if i could just stay in that forever i'd definitely be so content that'd be really cool wait so before we go to the next question Mm -hmm. who would you cast in your show oh (laughs) 
So, if it is Wicked, I want Rachel Tucker as Alphaba. Uh, do you know about Rachel? Have I talked about her to you? Probably. Yeah, we met her We when we went to That Bolo. was Carrie St. Louis. Oh. That's okay, because I would choose Carrie St. Louis, my Broadway best friend, to play Glinda. <laughs> <laughs> you know her now, because I've introduced you, and you saw firsthand that she and I are best friends. <laughs> to everyone who's listening, though, they really are best friends. <laughs> you know when you meet those Broadway fans, and they're like, ah, oh, we're best friends, but like you're just a number one fan but like they she really didn't know who you were yeah. and she was like so sweet she came over to you yeah dude and hugged you and was like hey we love each other <laughs> that was cute no but then also i'd love for jordan fisher to be in it who we spoke about in the first episode because he's just so handsome and so talented and underrated oh my goodness he is so cute right oh so hot i know so the next question is which one of our experiences made you most thankful for our friendship quarantine 2020 Mm. so you have been such a rock to my sanity especially during quarantine yes because like your life is so insane that like (laughs) mine is like okay you live in your best life (laughs) there you go thank you for being so optimistic No, but you always come from a place of understanding and you always show me kindness and love. But I also love that our friendship just has so much laughter in it and it can be so simple. Like in the beginning, like especially when we couldn't be like near anybody or anyone present, like it was the moments where we would just be in my apartment or hang out and that like FaceTime calls and Netflix parties. And we, I feel like can have super random time to just be like, hey, I want to do something. And it's as simple as watching a show and it'd be like a memorable time. Yeah. Like it's not just a thing that we do. Like I feel like things come out of it. Like, I don't know, we just share memory. And so for me, like I'm the most grateful about that for our friendship and that quarantine 2020 was able to just like highlight how no matter what and as much as the world tries to separate us from being with others, like we can still like be close and build memories and share moments together for sure so i picked two things so for those of you who don't know i went through like a pretty rough breakup or even like a series of breakups with people if you include Mm -hmm. like family and friends from like the end of last year into like the beginning of this year because that just like it just wouldn't end it was weird But Erica stuck through it with me and you made me feel like I always had someone when it felt like everyone who I thought would be with me for the rest of my life to some capacity was just disappearing on me. Yeah. And you put up with a roller coaster that was my life, but not only stuck through it with me, you like made sure my seatbelt was on and you made sure my eyes were open Mm -hmm. and made sure that I remembered that not only was there an end to the tunnel, but that there was light at the end of it. So that meant a lot to me. And the other more general thing, like I've been to more countries in the world with Erica than I have literally with anyone (laughs) that I probably will be with my future husband and not to be cheesy but honestly speaking there's been so many times where I've been with you somewhere and felt so thankful to have a friend like you like you said like you're just on the same wavelength when it comes to being so down with trying new things with me and so whether we end up homeless in Venice, which we did, or broken Barcelona, where we literally couldn't afford to take the train to go out with the people we met while eating tapas, we were like, we'll see you guys later. And we couldn't pay for the train. It was like five euro. Like, but 
we have so many fun memories like that because we yeah, just we do, do things without properly planning, but it makes it more fun because I have a friend like you to do all that stuff with. So I'm thankful yeah. we like to explore together. Oh, stuff. Yeah. Ugh. Honestly, thank you to all our friends and our followers for listening to our first season of Sit Back and Listen. Yeah. We hope you had as much fun listening as we did recording. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for supporting us through this first round of this podcast. Your love has made this an unforgettable experience and while we hope to share more wind down wednesdays with you in the future we want to leave you with some parting words of encouragement Mm -hmm. be kind to others be kind to yourself be humble be okay with mistakes and be yourself drink more water but also don't forget to have a glass of wine every once in a while be safe wear a mask and travel more be open to experiences and do the fun project you've always wanted to do with your best friend Be in tune with your feelings, do workouts you enjoy, and vote Biden 2020. But most importantly, be present in the moments you share with loved ones. Enjoy your holidays, and we'll see you guys next time. Love you. Bye. Bye.